Hey there, welcome to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Harsha Mule. I am the owner and operator of Physician Estate Platform. I am podcasting to you today from Miami, Florida. Physician Estate is a physician-owned real estate platform directed towards doctors in USA. We provide free real estate resources and investment opportunities to physicians. We facilitate physicians to make wealth and keep wealth. You are currently listening to podcast number 15 of Physician Estate. In this episode, we will be talking about the 10 best risk mitigation strategies for physicians. Let's first talk about hospitalist practice. Hospitalist practice is a major part of inpatient care. They also have a crucial role to play in intensive care units. The hospitalist works with patients and families on a daily basis, aiding in all the stages of specialty care. As years pass by, this relatively new specialty has seen increasingly higher number of medical malpractice claims, which is likely due to the length and breadth of what the hospitalists do. It is hard to find a solution for complete risk elimination as there are too many complicated moving parts. However, there is a lot we can do as physicians to reduce the risk of medical malpractice. Our aim is to help increase your awareness of the risk areas and be able to come up with risk mitigation strategies. In this blog post, you will learn how to reduce risk of malpractice claims through 10 best risk mitigation strategies for physicians. The information presented in this podcast has been gathered from two thoroughly performed research studies done by the Doctors' Company and the Cooperative of American Physicians. Together, these studies evaluated 484 claims against hospitalists that closed. This is one of the five blog posts on how to avoid medical malpractice lawsuits or claims. In this series, the next podcast discusses six most common medical malpractice claims, top six circumstances contributing to patient injury, six communication tips to reduce medical malpractice risk for physicians, along with the patient injury severity scale. Now, let's not keep you waiting any longer. Pay attention to these top-notch risk management strategies. Number one, act fast, act smart, call emergent consults personally when needed. A provisional diagnosis in many cases is derived based on how quickly the hospitalist ordered diagnostic studies are performed and interpreted. If the findings show a serious result, quickly call and inform the respective specialists to involve them in patient's care. Number 2. Spinal epidural abscess, pulmonary embolism, aortic dissection. Watch out for these key diagnoses. Although historically not common, these diagnoses are observed in medical malpractice claims with increasing frequency. Spinal epidural abscesses appear to have a recognized pattern of presentation with either neck or back pain, loss of neurologic control or sensation, and fever. In response, an MRI should be ordered STAT to confirm the diagnosis. The help of a surgeon is important in the diagnostic process to speed up treatment and sustain neurologic function. Aortic dissections and pulmonary embolisms are also on the list. Number 3. Smile at your nurses and ask how you can help them. Communicate effectively with your nurses. Build rapport with the nurses. Be accessible and responsive. Be approachable. Nurses should not hesitate to reach out to you because they are scared of your response. After all, they are there to help the patients. Number 4. Do not take off after your shift. Handoffs are vital. Talk to your colleagues taking over your patients. Reveal any concerns and differentials for specific patients when signing out to fellow hospitalists. Notify them about patients who have confusing presentations or deteriorating conditions, pending workup diagnostics, or a special family dynamic. Number 5. Be a team member and a team leader. 
be in charge and assume responsibility. Create a good relationship with other physician specialists. You cannot afford to have communication gaps in patient care. Keep track with other specialists who have joined the case. Give a clear view of your responsibility and coordinate care along with the clinical team and the specialists. Number six, documentation saves you. It is the foundation of claims defense. Write detailed notes of any non-compliant or non-cooperative patient. Try to use the exact phrases used by the patient and the family. Document your recommendations. Document the names of any other witnesses present in the room. Documentation is the foundation of claims defense. There is a common saying, if you did not document it, you did not do it. Point number seven, spend time with patients, listen to them and manage expectations. Spend time with your patients so that your patients get to know you. Let them understand your responsibilities as a hospitalist while the patient is in the hospital for treatment, as opposed to a primary care physician's role. They are often confused about why their PCP is not taking care of them in the hospital. Number eight, watch like a hawk, labs, radiology, consult notes, nursing notes, etc. Keep track of all the documentation to make sure that you are aware of all consultation reports, consultants' orders, and any slight changes in the patient's condition that nursing teams might have noticed. Point number nine, develop a solid discharge process. Do not let things fall through the cracks. Follow foolproof protocols. Provide structured written patient education and instructions. Explaining patients about their discharge medications and changes made to them. Provide them with clear follow-up plans. Point number 10. Do not be shy. Communication is the key. Overcome your inertia to make that phone call. Communication teams include ER physicians, consultants, PCPs, nurses, case managers, pharmacists, family, of the patient, etc. The more you share your plans and the more you listen to them, the better it is for you and your patients. Although most of the content presented in this podcast seems to be pretty basic, the goal of this podcast is to highlight the importance of topics that often fall through the cracks and eventually get physicians and patients in trouble. I hope that you picked up at least a few key points to include them in your practice. Practice thoroughly, keep your patients safe, and you stay safe. Please also listen to the rest of the podcasts in the same series that are about to follow. I believe that should bring us to the end of this topic. Thank you for listening to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. To receive more information on real estate resources for physicians and to get updates on real estate investment opportunities with Physician Estate, please subscribe to our newsletter at physicianestate.com. Do not forget to take advantage of our two new free ebooks, ABCs of Real Estate Syndication for Physicians and How to Avoid Medical Malpractice Lawsuits. Signing off for now, this is your host, Dr. Harsha Mule. Until next time, make wealth and keep wealth. Disclaimer, I am not a legal advisor or investment advisor. The content in this podcast is not investment advice. This is my personal blog and all the content found here is for informational, entertainment or educational purposes only. It should not be construed as personal investment advice.